Hello, brothers and sisters in Christ. Isn't it fun to begin a new study? Have you begun to step into the plan that God has for you? This week, we will continue our study on the number nine and God's plan for man. If you're new to this podcast, hello. I'm Pastor Karina Don Reed, and I'm here to guide you into God's word and help you apply it to your life. The Trumpets of Tears of Podcast is a biblical lifestyle targeting tool for shifting your mindset from the world's way back to God's way. Many times I'm asked the question, how do I know what God's plan for my life is? And the quick answer is that there is no quick answer to that question. But don't be discouraged. Even our culture says that the best things come to those who wait. And in this case, it's not necessarily about waiting, it's about putting in your time. Our human brain tends to think in earthly logical terms, meaning that one question should yield one answer. But our God is multidimensional. So as he's at work, he's doing more than one thing at one time. And that means as he uses each of us, it's not just unto one goal. God's master plan for each of our lives is for the benefit of the many of his children. Therefore, God guides us by the power of the Holy Spirit in the direction that we need to go without revealing the effects it's going to have. Now, I want to give you a practical example. So let's think of it in these terms. When my daughter was in college, they had puppy therapy every finals week. They would bring a litter of puppies to a location on campus so the students could hold them, pet them, cuddle them, which would then help diminish their stress that they felt from having to study and take their tests. These puppies would be used for the benefit of hundreds of students that held them. Yet, the puppy, had no concept of how they are helping others. From the puppy's perspective, they're receiving all the love that they need as they go from place to place or person to person. The puppy only cares about its needs being met. Meanwhile, unbeknownst to them, they are a huge tool of stress relief to a population that is being thrust into a crazy, chaotic adult world. The puppy, who is unaware, is being used in an incredible way. It's a huge win-win for both puppies and people. And this is an overview of how God works. And this is a really great analogy of us as the puppy. The Lord uses us for the benefit of many. Yet many times we are only focused on our own needs instead of how we're being used. We need to open up our minds to realize that what happens to us is for the benefit of those around us. And this is a great lesson of taking the focus off of ourselves and staying focused on God's plan for our life. When we start to initially ask the question about God's plan for our life, his plan is beyond our comprehension. In using the puppy analogy, 
Even if a puppy could understand basic human language, if you told the puppy about the stress that humans often endure, what grades are and what tests are, why the grades and the tests matter so much and how it affects a young adult's life, that puppy will really not care because it can't understand human issues. It only understands puppy issues. When we approach God, asking God about God issues, we are not going to understand them because we're only human and we mainly only understand human issues. Yet we are given an opportunity to grow spiritually so we can come into some understanding. And that's why we should always take every advantage of a spiritual growth opportunity. But because God is relating to us, and we cannot understand the reasons for the ways that he works, this is one reason that God rarely gives us a big picture overview of the purpose that he created us for. He gives us direction. He motivates us to keep moving forward. And when we hear the voice of the Holy Spirit, we will get specific instructions for the next step, but he's not going to give us the overall map of what it looks like step-by-step of where we're going to end up. If he showed us this, first of all, we wouldn't understand it. Second of all, most likely we wouldn't like it because we wouldn't know how we're going to grow in order to get to where we're going. And we would end up turning away from the Lord because we wouldn't think that this was a word from him because it would seem too outlandish. I know that many of you understand what I'm saying. If God would have told me 20 years ago that I would become a pastor and be the leader of an international ministry, I would have laughed so hard at such a ridiculous thought. In my own journey, as I was being led by the Lord in another career, the Lord confirmed so many things along the way. And what I believed at the time was the goal was not God's goal at all. It was just to get me moving in the right direction, to get equipped by him in the place that I needed so that he could move me forward into his actual plan. Many times as we start to take those first steps, we think that we know where God is taking us and it's somewhere actually completely different. As we stay close to him, just going after that very next step, we have no notion of what the second step will look like. And then it's easier for God to maneuver us because we remain ever open to the next step. Now that takes spiritual growth a dedication to the Lord and obedience to stay on the path that God has already cleared for you. Unfortunately, the world tells us to define what our interests are and to choose a career path for ourselves and map out a game plan of how to get to our goal. And none of that includes the Lord in that process, which is why as adults, so many people are doing things that they don't enjoy and are looking for satisfaction and a way to make a difference elsewhere. 
If you're a parent with a child in your home right now, the best thing you can do as your child is developing and starting to think about what they want to do when they grow up, start incorporating prayer and seeking the Lord's confirmation for each step that they take towards one of their interests. Help them develop their relationship with the Holy Spirit so they can always ask Him for His guidance. As a reminder, and for those who are new to this podcast, I have an online four-week self-paced course that you can take called God's Guidance, Hearing the Holy Spirit. You can find it on my website, trumpetsoftirza.com. Because of how each one of us grew up and we're taught to think about our future, we still think in those same terms when we have spiritually grown. And this is one of those times that we have to unlearn the world's way of thinking and think with that mind of Christ that we've been given. We shouldn't come to the Lord asking him to give us the full picture of the purpose that he created us for, but we should be coming to him, asking him for direction and step-by-step instructions. Trusting whatever he says and know that when he feels it's time to reveal more of his plan to us, because he knows we're able to understand it then and only then, he will reveal a piece of that purpose. And when he reveals it, we will never fully know just how much impact we are having. Yet one thing we can always count on is receiving his love. That is our win-win. But we will only count it as a win when we can recognize how valuable God's guidance is. Trusting it and sitting in it and receiving his love. That means we need to hold our plan so loosely to allow God to course correct us so we are walking in his plan. Let's look at where scripture supports this. It's found in Psalm 33, verses 8 through 11. Let all the earth fear and worship the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spoke and it was done. He commanded and it stood fast. The Lord nullifies the counsel of the nations. He makes the thoughts and plans of the people ineffective. The counsel of the Lord stands forever. The thoughts and plans of his heart through all generations. Our almighty God wants relationship with us. When we seek him, not because we want his answers, but because we want to honor his ways, he will guide us and counsel us. Notice that the scripture says God makes the thoughts and plans of people ineffective. How many times have you or someone you know tried so hard and had everything you needed to succeed or take off, but it just didn't happen? Because if it's not God's will and he wants to keep you from it, from something for your protection perhaps, then it's never going to happen. Now, on the flip side, you can't experience success in something that isn't the purpose that God created you for. 
He'll use it as a tool to equip you for something new further down the road. But earthly success doesn't always mean or point to the fact that you're doing what God has created you to do. We can't apply earthly success measurements to our life in the Lord. If we did, we would look at the life of John the Baptist and consider that a failure. I mean, think about it. John the Baptist started a ministry, grew a ministry, then ended up handing most of it over, was then put in prison and beheaded. If we measure John's life from earthly standards, it wasn't a success. But from God's perspective, John fulfilled the purpose of God's plan that he was created for. The words of Jesus affirm this in Matthew 11, 11. I assure you and most solemnly say to you, among those born of women, there has not risen anyone greater than John the Baptist. Yet the one who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater in privilege than he. Wow. As we learn about the values that God places on things, we have to adjust our own value system. As we adjust our own value system to line up with the ways of the Lord, we can then measure our success based off of God's principles. In order to step into God's plan for your life, a value readjustment needs to take place. You'll find that as you evaluate your life and your goals, comparing them to the ways of God, you'll be able to recalibrate your value system. Once your values are more closely aligned with God's values, you'll find immense satisfaction in being obedient to the single steps that the Holy Spirit tells you to take. When we focus on the world's way of pursuing a goal, we often get frustrated with our lack of movement. But when we're moving towards God's goal for our life, We become excited with each step and anticipate what that next step is going to look like. We stay connected with the Lord, taking each step in confidence and becoming excited about what the next step is going to look like. There is a rarely frustration in God's process. Sure, it will happen but less than following our own plan of action. That's for sure. This week, here's an action step that you can take to step into God's plan for your life. Are you ready for it? Cross off, black out, erase the goal that you're working towards. Even if you feel like it was given to you from the Lord, take the action step of not working towards a goal but asking the Holy Spirit just for the very next step. Yes, this will require an act of faith on your part. And if you've taken my course, you already know that you need to ask questions of the Holy Spirit in yes or no format. So for your next step, you need to ask the Holy Spirit, is this the next step, yes or no? And keep in mind, your next steps are not just for your career or your business idea. This is also for your personal life choices. God's ways apply to every facet of our life. The Trumpets of Tears of Staff is here to support you. 
We are dedicated to seeing you carry out the purpose that God created you for. So be encouraged that our community is rooting for you. Come engage with us because every time you join us, it does awaken your purpose and you will become transformed. God bless you. Take that step of faith this week.